unpause now for part two of lenses for lessons the reckoning so yeah like kind of looping back in watching the x-men as a kid and reading my my first comic ever was a comic book where the x-men were legit being persecuted and you know they were tagging up their walls uh, with discriminatory things and, and you know hate speech and since then i was like well people are i always thought people are different um you know but you shouldn't go after people just because they aren't like you mm-hmm. and you know getting older and seeing all this stuff you know it was proven that hate crime hate speech increased just mm-hmm. recently with the twitter acquisition mm-hmm. um hate speech just skyrocketed yeah so x-men taught me you know like people are different you're different in your own way I'm different in mine, but it's never good to just lambast or be prejudiced against someone because they're not like you. Right. And I think also like the way that X-Men frames it is interesting because it becomes less so like it it's a disability at first and then it's a superpower. It's a gift. It's I a will, gift. Yeah, yeah, it's a gift. That's so, yeah. true. The X-Men, of course, you know, as a kid, you want to read about superheroes. And a lot of the stuff flies over your head or flies under the radar. And you don't think about it. But, you know, looking back, it's always, you know, like what Stan Lee said about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, like, there's a reason why he has him. There's, of course, you know, being a superhero. But his way of interpreting him being a superhero, he could be black. He could be white. He could be red and yellow. It wouldn't matter because he's still a superhero. Mm-hmm. And he said that way, uh, any child, any kid reading this can say, hey, I'm like Spider-Man. I can be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And it's that, like, you know, and people criticize comics excuse me, in different ways. I'm like, I just, I love them. But their messages sometimes get across and some people can appreciate that message sometimes it doesn't but again up to interpretation of the, of the reader mm-hmm. but that's what I was always able to take away from the X-Men franchise and X-Men comics is I, that I really liked him how and this is just what I thought was super interesting about uh, Magneto's character specifically right mm-hmm. is just how he saw everything and he realized that he took it like to the ultimate, you know, yeah. worst case scenario. Because he saw the absolute worst. Yeah. I mean, man. He... Which is which is crazy to, to think about that, you yeah. know. You have these two polar opposite sides of everyone looking for the same good, but, but just with different finding means. different ways. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then like you look at you know charles no we can we can coexist we can be one we can be you know blah blah blah. and he's like no we're better they're gonna come a time where they're gonna realize that that you know that that potential yeah they have a side with me yeah personally i was just a bigger magneto fan you know because motherfucker can move shit well i mean as as metal you know yeah that's awesome you know um and I, and I, you know, you do sort of, you, whether you side with whatever side, I think with Magneto specifically, you can see that and you yeah. can relate to that. I think especially being a minority yeah. and mm-hmm. seeing right. the way, like just reacting to things. I'm I like seeing the way people treat people who look like you. You know, like every time I see videos like online of people like giving fucking street vendors hard shit or like doing stuff like that, I'm just like, dude, damn, dude, dude like that's so fucked. Yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. it's fucked up because these people are like, they're not doing anything to anybody, they're not harming anybody, they're just right. trying to fucking survive, man. Yeah. And then like I follow this news page, um, that you know their their whole thing is about you know. <laughs> real news no bullshit like no you know stuff like that that's actually yeah. what they're called <laughs> no <laughs> i'm just kidding hey you know she writes for the onion nice i do yes it's crazy <laughs> that um pretty awesome but no um and i remember they posted a video of like they found one of the, uh, like a truck a semi and it was just full of people inside of it obviously people trying to cross the border and there were like a handful of people dead in there um, that had just died from, you know, either malnourishment or yeah. like heat exhaustion or just like generally bad conditions in that truck and stuff. 
and man, these comments were blowing up saying like, you know, that's why they shouldn't try to come here. Like, that's why we got to blah, blah, blah. And like Trump this and Biden that and all this stuff. Yeah. And I don't know, man. And it just got to me. It got to me so much that like I, I ended up, you know, you started posting. bending metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> started feeling the power. Of <laughs> no, but like this was the first time that I had ever gotten into like a back and forth yeah. with somebody on, on, on a, in a comment section. Okay. I had never done something like this, at least not like seriously before. Yeah. Um, and this was the first time just cause man, it's, it's so fucked up, man. Yeah. And like, it's it's fucked up because you know we know how our parents got here like you guys know how you guys got here like mm-hmm. we know the struggles that we had to go through just to assimilate you know and just to be part of this world so that we can blend in and so we can you know be part of of this culture so that people don't see us so that people right. won't you know, raise their eyes or their eyebrows and be like, there's something strange about this one. This one doesn't yeah. seem right. You know, like, and I think that, I mean, just seeing living through that as, as minorities and living through that, uh, that struggle and seeing that I can a hundred percent relate to Magneto feeling that pain of seeing your people suffer this way of right. seeing how dude this country would crumble if we weren't here man mm-hmm. who the fuck would do all the shit for them that they don't like doing you know right. like who we like, run this country, we man. literally yeah. do man like and you know like from from you know the native peoples who were here before you know the boom of colonialism like we would have survived just perfectly fine yeah. without uh-huh. anybody else coming here right you know without anybody else bringing any of their stuff here and yet they're the ones who came here act like it's theirs and make it so tell us to go back to your country and tell us to go back when we were here (laughs) back or told us or told us that our way is wrong or told us that we are worth less because we don't look like them we don't speak like them we are not them and yet we're over here trying to you know learn english we're trying to fucking do all this stuff that like i mean i learned english when i was you know a kid so it wasn't as big for me as i'm sure it was for you guys you know growing up having such a cultural shift and you know we're here trying to do all this stuff to please these people so that we can like right. make money so we can have a life just to have these people spit in our faces and to think right. lesser of us just because we're trying to survive right. you know I think with that, I can very much side with Magneto in thinking that, you know what? This is our place. You know, Mm -hmm. we deserve to be here. And if they're not going to see it, then they're the enemy. You know, and I mean, I know it is an extreme, but it feels like that, man. And and honestly, like now, more so than ever before, it gets me heated like nothing else. When people talk shit about like immigrants and when people talk about um, look down on that struggle just because because they think we're here to like steal jobs or we're here to yeah. take over. It's like, dude, we've took over this side of the world for freaking centuries, man, before you guys arrived. You and know? like the colonizers literally did that. They like left. I'm going to say they, they <laughs> left exactly. looking for an opportunity. And like the boat ride was also like literally. really dangerous or whatever. It's not yeah. like, you know, it's literally the same story except whatever, like 100, 200 years yeah. Yeah. before. Well, right. Yeah. They just don't want to fucking accept it. So, yeah. yes, yeah. absolutely. You know what? I do side with Magneto on that one. I've for never me, actually thought about it, but I'm, I'm going with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going me, on the same team. So, for me, um, I am very much um, a student. Of Literally nobody asked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I I believe wholeheartedly in, in Professor Xavier's, you know, um, crusade for wanting unity. But, like he says, I also see the side of Magneto because... Magneto saw uh, where Xavier sees opportunity for the best of us to be able for the best of them to be able to, you know, to coexist. Magneto has seen the worst in people and has seen, you know, legit. He was he he saw everything um, in the worst possible way. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I get to I see where he comes from and why he holds um, the you know the human or the normal race in you know in such low regard is because they treated him and his kind like trash and like kevin says it's hard to see when you know when minorities get assaulted or when minorities are the victim of hate crimes you know it's hard to see that and um you know i'm I'm lucky enough to have never had to encounter anyone with such hateful speech because I don't know if I would be able to control myself against someone like that. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, I see 
I'm able to see the two sides of of the same coin in that situation. You know, Xavier's fight for unity, but Magneto's fight for... Because overall, I think Magneto's fight is for survival. Yeah. It's to be able to keep his people alive and be able to find a better tomorrow for them. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, that drives him to... That drives Magneto and his followers to end up having their own island Mm -hmm. away from away from you know people that that don't accept them and you know so i do see i I do see both sides of that and i I completely understand magneto some of his methods are rather extreme i see that (laughs) um but you know uh when mutant kind has needed his help he is there Mm -hmm. you know even if it means either taking over the school for xavier or working with him or working with people he you know against his better best wishes but you know i think even on that same like leg of like what we're talking about just to go back to the earlier question about like what really draws us to these movies and watching and like the storytelling and everything i think even just recognizing right now it's like we're a room full of hispanics right and we're all like right being super fans of like these things and like how they affected us and you know how much we love it and like how much we can talk about it i think that might also have something to do with that thing about like being an outsider and finding that thing that's like relatable to you and like being able to like be part of like that bigger culture right i think for myself for sure like a lot of the movies that i watched when i first moved to the u.s which is like around like 2001 i think that was really helpful thing to be able to like you know kind of like bridge that gap of between being a foreigner and being an american like i had to like really pick up and like get in on like the movies and stuff and like thankfully that i had that and i was able to like relate with people in that way as well and i think like again like even the the way that we experience the cinema which is like something that we had talked about earlier it's like we're all like collectively feeling and like the same thing and like experiencing the same thing and like understanding each other's emotions where you know, there's a lot of differences, you know, culturally between us and like, say like a group of like white people, especially like being in Georgia. So I think that also has a lot to do with it. Um, even when just thinking about like, this is a medium, it's really interesting how that's able to like bring us together and just make us feel like we're part of something at right. least. Yeah, man, cause it transcends it. Like it, it, it jumps over everything. Like I remember, um, when Parasite came out a couple years ago, um, I remember when it came out, we were going to go watch it. I was like, oh, man, I have to read, you know, because subtitles. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at that point, I didn't want to watch that. I wanted to watch like a scary movie that I'd have to think about something. Again, this is back when I thought it was like a horror movie or whatever. I was completely misled. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, I went in to watch it and I hadn't, I mean, I'd seen a couple of movies like foreign films but honestly the foreign films that i watched were in spanish so that's not that it even mattered like you know because i could still <laughs> yeah, understand yeah. them like it didn't you know matter um and you know i had seen some that i mean again you know didn't really matter because it's not what i was looking for you know like uh like you know japanese horror films and stuff like that like i watched those because they're scary like mm-hmm. you know i didn't care what they were talking about i still i yeah. can't i to this day i don't know what ringu is about um but it's one it's it's awesome that movie's fucking awesome right. um, but um i remember watching it and i'm like man i don't know anything they're saying but that's honestly one of the greatest movies i've ever seen in my life right you know because it's it's it's, it's crazy how dive. things like that mm-hmm. and then ever since then i've been more way more open to like you know movies that i don't know of, you know and, mm-hmm. and like obviously my list has broadened from like you know french films like korean films stuff like that all this stuff it's it's crazy and like you said just everyone you know whether we don't know the language whether we don't know their culture or anything like that there's always something there that we can connect to and i think that bridging that that's another thing that you know movies do you know is that understanding certain periods of time that we would have no understanding of and just like living through the eyes of these characters and being able to step into these these worlds is is for greater understanding not just because of you know because it's a new place that we're experiencing but also because these are humans who are experiencing it right these are humans who share the same emotions that we do these are humans who 
endure different struggles, but in the same way, because how else would we do it if we were in these situations? Mm -hmm. You know, I find myself thinking about that a lot when I'm watching certain movies, I'll think, what would I do if I was in this situation? Like, would I, would I survive this? Or like, would I not, you know, like, and it's, it's, it's crazy just how, how, um, how we can all be so influenced by that, Mm -hmm. no matter where we're from or like, you know, how we grew up or anything like we can all it, it all just comes back to to everyone connecting you know right even if it's not on the same thing or the exact same you know uh interpretation it's still genuine human connection mm-hmm. which i right. think is is what everyone really wants right it's what everyone really searches yeah. for it's why we watch like rom-coms you know even though they're all exactly the same it's why yeah. we watch them mm-hmm. you know it's so that we can feel connection you know mm-hmm. even if it's connection that we don't have in our own lives we watch because we we want to believe that it's real we mm-hmm. want to believe that it's true you and know? you know that you can relate to it if like you're watching it's like i get that yeah and, exactly. like, i bet a bunch of other people also get this mm-hmm. right and that makes you feel like you're you're a person part of something yeah part of something so then as people foreigners <laughs> that's racist bro <laughs> why are you looking at me when you say foreigners did you guys like yeah come, come why are you looking into at, like why are you looking at the guy with the columbia <laughs> hat on i wonder exactly man you should be wearing an mrp one. hat yeah. uh, we don't have those yet damn coming soon we're waiting coming, coming soon. soon yeah but like how has it been for you guys diving? I know you spoke a little bit about it, but like for you, like diving into a part of pop culture, such as movie and TV and stuff like that. How was it for you? Did it sort of, did it influence your journey to America? <laughs> like Did you ever watch the, mer- the, the, the movie Moving to America? <laughs> no, I mean, Coming to America. Oh, Coming to America. You're the foreigner. No, I used to, I remember watching a lot of like cartoons, movies in Colombia from here. That's mm. uh, Actually, all I really watched was, you know, things that were made here, mm-hmm. honestly. Like cartoons. Uh, in movies the only thing maybe that I didn't watch that they don't have here is like the Colombian novelas right yeah. obviously so they actually do have them here and there's like well yeah I mean but not I, I don't mean, think now good, now you can get anything you want to watch right. online but you know back then obviously you, yeah. you know, you get back in 1972 back in the 1800s <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah back so in, uh, 400 AD <laughs> and so I was honestly you know you always have like a picture of like how America is or the United right. States is and you come here you kind of get a different reality right. um, I bet man it's just it was a huge culture shock to me because yeah. I mean it was completely different the weather was different I mean we came here when we were like in November yeah. or, or December so it was cold I, I you know, wore jackets um, my mom's car barely worked and so like this is not the America that I saw <laughs> in the movies right this is not like, what, what I am I doing here like yeah. I'm sharing like uh, one bedroom with like five siblings we're, yeah. we're a lot and so in that sense it, it was completely different it, going to school I, I didn't know how to speak English and back then especially there was nobody that spoke Spanish yeah. uh, the only person who spoke Spanish it was this lady it was a girl she didn't speak anything there's the always someone that supposedly the speaks Spanish and they actually don't they, they knew two words <laughs> literally and I think I remember it was like not even two words just one word that she'll say twice <laughs> she, she'll say ella which is she or, or like you know and so basically if, like like if, when I was like in the lunch line she will she will tell me ella o ella like that doesn't even make sense in Spanish. Her, you gotta her. choose. Yeah, her, her. Her. yeah, her or her. Like food. I'm just like her or her. And he's I'll, I'll just point. And I apple. would just point. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would just point. And so, yeah, it was it was it was different than what yeah. I thought it was going to be. That's crazy. But, but like through movies and all that, you know, you, you kind of get adjusted, and you can you can start relating to people, mm-hmm. you know, for the things you watch in school for the from the movies you watch um, from the way people dress too because a lot of that is influenced by the movies and, yeah. and TV yeah. shows and you know but 
it was definitely a, a big shock for me and it was um not what i was expecting damn but i didn't have it bad to be honest it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> that bad i mean it was it was a struggle i'm sure for my mom um uh, but to me it was just a new experience and it was fun yeah. to have a new experience um looking back i was like man that that was a i don't know how my mom did it yeah yeah. that was a struggle it was it was not easy Mm -hmm. uh i mean she did a good job yeah Yeah. i mean look at you now you're (laughs) talking to a a writer from the onion (laughs) (laughs) flew her all the way to new york hell yeah (laughs) flew her out to georgia yep georgia yes yeah man movies are great that's crazy i'm glad People have made differences. Like now, we have um, minorities who are astronauts. You know, people working in uh, high branches of government, stuff like that. Where mm-hmm. I feel like I see people recently, and, and a lot more personal to myself. Tenoch um, Huerta uh, with Black Panther. Um, he went on stage when they were presenting, and he spoke to us uh, and said, "Because of people, you know, in this case, people like my mom crossing the crossing over." looking for a better opportunity for themselves in my mom's case for myself as well um you know he said because of you people because of you guys i'm here mm-hmm. and i could not help but to cry when he started saying that mm-hmm. because um for so long like we have a lot of representation but in our own medium but, yeah. but mm-hmm. seeing people go out and be part of something as big as the mcu mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know something and I, from what i hear those reviews Namor is a standout, and that's like all like I, I you know I've, I've I've read about his character, but to see the representation of Mayan uh, Mayan uh, culture or Mesoamerican culture, uh, something that you know that I have in my blood, um, thanks to my mom, stuff like you know being able to say hey look I'm being represented represented yeah. in such a big project mm-hmm. that for me is like that hits me right right. In, Right in my, my I, I'm not gonna lie. The first time I saw that trailer, I was I was freaking I was, out too. Uh, yeah. I was like, "Yo, this yeah. is a brown guy, yeah, <laughs> on and, in a freaking yeah. Marvel movie. Exactly. Like, we made it, yeah, you know? like, <laughs> yeah. dude. And, no, I I did, and I I remember specifically having like a drunken conversation with uh, a friend of mine who's also really big into the MCU. Yeah, and I was just going off. I was like, "Dude, this finally like we're yeah. seeing ourselves on the screen yeah. like, and him like him with powers, man, yeah. and like yeah." like you're right like seeing all these cultures and i think we spoke about this um in our previous episode with holloway oh no no no, with daniel with daniel um how we were saying that you know pastor daniel no no daniel viosana oh okay, sorry okay, we know okay, a lot okay. of daniels yeah yeah yeah. because <laughs> no, we recorded an episode with him yeah we did all the daniels yeah <laughs> all the daniels yeah. but like um how we were talking about you know me being someone who was born here and who was born as American, as American and grew up growing up as an American feeling somewhat robbed of my culture of who, who I was. And granted, you know, maybe at my age, when I was a kid, I didn't want to, to be part of it. I didn't want to embrace that side. Um, and also because, you know, growing up, my parents to a certain extent also didn't, just because they were, like I said, <clears throat> trying to come into this culture and be part of it, you know, and, and be successful here, they sort of had to put that stuff away so that right. they could live, you know, this yep. life. Yeah. And being being that way, I grew up with, you know, my parents not being super connected to our culture. I knew a little bit and my parents would yeah. teach me, you know, of their life back there or stuff like that. But as far as like where I really came from and like the the, you know, the world that was our blood and like you right. know, stuff like that. I was completely disconnected from that. Yeah. Same here. And you know, having that desire to, to see that more and having that desire to explore that more, to explore where we really are from and like who we were without, you know, colonialism and who we were just, um, as people living off of land, living in our, you know, our own societies that we had right. before all of this, right. you know, 
seeing something like that seeing that representation that's just out of the context instead of like you know seeing apocalypto where it's like yeah it's a movie about them but they're like killing each other and stuff yeah although that movie's freaking badass yeah you know and you know mel gibson's a psycho or whatever but the movie was really good (laughs) (laughs) but seeing this seeing something like you know they're the way they dress and then like everything that they're presenting forward and seeing someone who looks like us and seeing seeing that on screen like that it's it is it is it's pretty emotional like it gets to you because you're like this is we're here now you know like people people see us people see our culture as more than just a costume or as more than just you know tourism or something like it's 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 real and it's a part of us that we have had to sort of keep quiet for the rest of the world or for the rest of the country that we live in or the culture that we live in And yeah, it's, it's great seeing that. It's, it's great seeing that. It's also yeah. like the power in in those representations, whereas even mm. what we were talking about earlier, I think a lot of what is talked about with, you know, say like Hispanics, for example, it's like the immigration and like crossing the border yeah. and like, you know, working like shitty jobs and whatever, like not knowing English or whatever. Yeah. And I think like that's what you mostly hear and like the things that people mostly talk about are like, you know, being helped out by the government and stuff like that where it's like why is that always like the focus when there's such a richness in like there's so much more than that it's just really that just the focus right here yeah yeah Yeah. because people have always bragged or you know americans always brag about this being the land of opportunity and the land of freedom but when people come here looking for freedom looking for opportunity that, that aren't from here they want to run them away yeah and you know there's people that you know do it through a legal process and and you know do like my grandparents just recently were able to come i can't believe this escaped my mind this whole time we've been talking right and they've tried how many times they've tried over six times to come here the first time was when uh my uncle who's also named roberto he um suffered a shout out to bob shout out to bob (laughs) no no kidding my grandpa they call my grandpa in mexico they call him tio bobby (laughs) uncle bobby but yeah like they tried to come back in 06 they couldn't they tried several times after they couldn't you know and they finally they they were finally granted their visa and you know people always say oh they have to come the right way and there are people that get their visas and, and work permits and stuff but they still get they still be branched into the same mm-hmm. into the same category when Donald Trump went on, on stage and called us all everything that we were this that and the third Everyone assumed that that's what we all were. Mm-hmm. That everyone was here to steal someone's jobs, you know. And it's not about us stealing jobs. It's about us being able to take an opportunity, take advantage of the opportunity, and grow. Mm-hmm. You know, um, some people, and there are, you know, there are bad apples in, in, in the bunch, but they are the, uh, they are the minority of the minority. Right. But there's bad apples everywhere. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah there's bad apples everywhere. Not even, like, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for to what you said, Lucila, it's, it's, it's sometimes it does seem like even when they do shine a light on us, it's always about our struggle to be American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our exactly. struggle to, yeah. to, um, to adhere to their culture and leave ours behind when like you said as a people we're so much more than that Mm -hmm. we're so much more than the pain that we feel having to go through the struggles we do here not that that's not important not that that doesn't make us that's not part of who we are and absolutely like what daniel was saying uh last last time we recorded that all that pain and all that suffering it's in our dna because right, it's part yes. of who we are you know yeah, it's it in our down. blood and but it's not just that although that is part of the fuel it's not the only thing that we're using right you know because we're here and we have our culture we have our heritage and that mixed with the people who you know are here already and stuff like that but still holding on to that culture that's why like i love seeing you know artists who make things that are true to who they are to their roots also putting their own spin on it because we're more than that we're more than our struggles we're more than this battle to survive in america we are 
a people with rich culture, with, you know, methods of doing things that, that we didn't need from them, like methods of thinking and beliefs and all these different things uh, that are just passed down without that sort of influence, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think to see that celebrated, to see that put forward and shown that even without the American dream, we are still here. We still survive and we still can thrive by keeping true to our culture and by being who we are and letting that light shine. I think yeah. that's what's, that's, what's really, really impressive, you know? Yeah. And that's what, you know, cause, cause I do feel that sometimes too. Like, you know, they put us in like commercials or like whenever all, all like all the shots, you know, that they would show of the kids in the cages and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, kids are still in cages. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's kids have been in cages. Yeah. Yeah. For decades, you know, like you did this to get your vote. You did this to get people to feel sorry for us. You did this for all of these things. Uh It's like, no, that's not what we want. We just want to be respected. We want to be fucking treated like humans, you know? Because what I do see is like, and I was just thinking about it now, is exceptional people, exceptional minorities are taken as the exception to the rule yeah. instead of the standard yeah. because they think that every minority is the same with ulterior intentions, ulterior motives that only want to come here and disrupt the status quo when in reality they're the exception to the rule mm-hmm. because you know minorities have have always wanted when they come here they want something different than what they were some escape some escape war zones. Some escape persecution. My mother uh, came here because she found out she was pregnant with me and wanted to give me a better life. Regardless of what that reason was, what they have what they have managed to do to, to kind of justify the way that they act is that, well, these people do this, and because you look like them, this is exactly what you are. Mm-hmm. Except of... Um, well, these people are, we see you as you are and your family and we see other people just like you who are hardworking and um, dedicated to your craft and dedicated to, you know, helping this country grow. And then we see all these other people and, and they're not helping, but mm-hmm. you guys are. And the majority of you guys are helping us. And they don't see that because right. they don't see what they see when they talk to their to their neighbors that look like them and have a job like theirs and... A family like theirs, um, because it's, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say it's also even to that point. Like it's so frustrating for uh, that like exceptionalism of like having to be this like model citizen at the same time. Where like if you're gonna come here, you're gonna have to like get straight A's in school to make sure like people know that it's like it's worth that you came here. You're gonna provide something good for this country. Right. But like. Not everybody has that kind of pressure to have to like show show up and like be this like really great person. Like why why do we have to be so good? Like I just want to be a bum. Like right. not bother anybody. It's like right. you guys can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, like why exactly. why is everybody else allowed to do that? And yeah. like we have to freaking like try to go to like Harvard or something just to like yeah. prove ourselves. No, like yeah. we can be absolutely mediocre humans, and that's totally yeah. fine. And that should be fine. Like even if we're not like contributing to society or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I think that's totally fine. And then, yeah, an ex-girlfriend of mine was like that. Her parents wanted perfection from her. Mm -hmm. And then she dates me, who my mom was, as long as I, well, I was that kid that never missed school. Mm -hmm. The only time I missed school was when I legit could not get out of bed because I was super sick. Once in junior year. But other than that, um, I was always at school, no matter what. Uh, Even on days... um, even on the weekends. Even on the weekends. <laughs> no, like there's this. Uh, my mom was telling me a while back uh, on Thanksgiving Day. I had no idea that we didn't have school, and I took my Sorry, ass crying. to the. No, I took my ass to the bus stop, waiting for the bus. Panicked because I thought the bus had came and went, not knowing that there was no school. So I hid for the entire day. Oh my god! And came back at the time that I thought you were supposed to be back. Yeah, and then school. I like tell my mom, and she's like, "Oh, what did you do today?" I was like, oh, "I went to school." <laughs> Does she, she not know 
She did. She had told me the night before, you better go to sleep because you have school tomorrow. Oh, that's dude. hilarious. She just yeah. wanted you out of the so house. Wait, yeah. wait, I'm, bringing a, you. I, I'm a little confused. Your mom knew that you had no school. Yeah, so she told Why me. was she not looking for you for... Oh, because she... I think that was the gag. This is why, because my mom... And she does this. Doesn't love you? She, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, and she does this now. Like, I, I go to work in at night. My mom is gone by the time I'm waking up. Same thing from school. I would wake myself up, dress myself, get myself to. to she the wasn't bus home stop. then. She wasn't home. Oh, okay. So uh, by the time I left, thinking I'm going to be a good boy and go to school, my mom was long gone. <laughs> And I'm like, you, had, you didn't eat. Did yeah. you use the restaurant? No, I actually, somewhere? I went, I went to an uncle's house that we that we because we lived in the same complex. Okay. And I told him I was like, I missed the bus. Can you like bail me out this one time? And like they're like, yeah, sure. So I stayed with them the whole day. I won't tell your wife you're cheating on her. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. Sorry. What is going no, on? Sorry, no, 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 no. that might be true. No, no, no. no. That's no. not the same uncle. No, no, not at all. Oh, okay, never mind. That's the same uncle. Okay. I thought it was it's, another it's uncle. My bad, boys. Airing out everyone's dirty laundry on the no, show, man. man. No, but like, uh, so we, you know, I was there the entire day, and, and we we're going. But look, that's another thing too, because I remember, I, I mean, I went to a private school, so I got like carpool or whatever. She rich, that. rich, right? Okay, no, I had a sponsor, but hey, oh, U.S. government, oh, yeah. rich sponsor, a rich sponsor. Oh, because okay. I, I am tax deductible. That's why. Um, okay, but I remember you're tax deductible. <laughs> yes, Dude. that is hilarious. But uh, another thing to point out is that experience of like not even having your parents at home in the morning. Because I remember my parents, my my dad was working in construction, and my mom, <laughs> and my mom, she she would also leave uh, really early for work because she she needed to pick us up after school. And I remember I have a a very long period of my childhood where mornings would just be me alone, like yeah. in the dark and like yep. maybe getting breakfast or whatever. Why in the dark? I just didn't feel like turning. Oh, off. okay. <laughs> I thought it was something specific. No, and then for for me as a kid, yeah, it was for me. Sometimes it was literally in the dark because I would leave for elementary school at like seven in the morning to get to the bus stop and the sun still wasn't out yeah so it was not pitch black but it was like dawn yeah so i had yeah. to be in uh, my school had like this you know they have like after school but they also have morning care for the for the kids who come in early really early you to gca uh i did go to gca for high school okay. uh, but i went to ans for elementary and middle school okay. what was, uh, sorry gca stands for georgia the cumberland academy, academy. okay yeah. i remember like, my mom had like got papers for that and no then, no. No, 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 you were too broke. You were not as rich as no. Luke, yeah, Lucilla. I was about to say like they. She got, I was on a sponsorship yeah. program there sure. too. No, yeah, like they wanted my mom to sign me up. My mom was How like, do you even get sponsors to go? You like it's like a whole process or whatever. Like there was you have to marry rich. <laughs> you have to marry. <laughs> well, with GCA there was like the the work the work program oh, yeah I, so you, I know that yeah yeah and then you also like there was if you were in um, I think it's called like something like pathways or something um, you could work like during the summer and like fit like a certain amount of hours or something and i think that's all kind of sponsorship through people that technically like put the money in okay. oh okay and then okay. they can it's t- tax then, deductible tax that's why you oh, wait say yeah it again. say it again who are tax deductible <laughs> you're you're like not even human at that point you're a write-off i'm a write-off yeah <laughs> yeah you are you literally are a write-off but yeah. i think yeah i mean that that in itself is like what a yeah what an experience like dude my summers my summers the well the first few summers i started going to school i went to summer school in kindergarten and first grade you I went passed to summer school in kindergarten and first grade uh, by choice because you love school yes. that much. No, not my choice. Obviously, <laughs> it was my mom's choice. My mom's choice. She decided. She's like, you know what? I don't want you staying at home all day doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna send you back to school. So legit, um, one year she did not register me. I think it was, I think it was second grade. She didn't register me. She forgot. So, yeah. Okay. She she sent me to summer forget school. But forgot she, she to register me. Yeah. So then. I'm the one kid sitting in the middle of a big old lunchroom while everyone's been sent off everywhere. And they're like, what are you doing here? I was like, I thought I was registered. Or like, I'm supposed to be in summer school. That was the last year she sent me to summer school because the next summer... You were old enough to take care of yourself. Yeah. (laughs) So basically she was using summer school as like a... um, A daycare. A daycare. Yeah. That's That's a good hack. Yeah. And then like, uh, you ever hear... um, 
that Kendrick Lamar song. I think it's Kendrick Lamar. He was like, Lamar doesn't love me. <laughs> <laughs> left, it's this, like, left this school It's like uh, sandwich, uh, Syrup sandwiches And crumb allowances Yeah I, I remember I, Syrup like, sandwiches And syrup sandwiches I syrup, ate syrup, syrup, syrup sandwiches, sandwiches. You, <laughs> you have not had A good a, a meal as good as that Until you have tried uh, uh, One Like Half End of uh, Toast Of the Of the of the uh, Loaf Yeah And then one middle part That you didn't want uh, with syrup on it, I, that was my that was my lunch while my mom was away working because it was oh my myself and a single mother, and yeah, that was yeah. it. And 2008, when I stopped going to summer school, was the first time we got cable, and that's that that's right cool. there is when everything went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, that's that where right, the American that, dream <laughs> died. That right there, to, that summer of 2008 is where this boom for me with like, I'm telling you, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the first thing I saw. And then from there, you know, Panda, High School Musical, all this other stuff hey. started started coming from. And all when these... you were forced into watching porn, yeah, <laughs> forced. I was twelve when, um, some, certain yeah, somebody, so a certain somebody was like, "Hey, come watch this." I was like, "Okay." You made him watch. No, no. <laughs> I only sent the link. <laughs> No, no, someone else that's not in this room or is no longer a part of our family, actually. Uh, except for being the father of one of my, of two of my nieces and nephews. But that's it. Jesus. That is like super into like part of the family. Yeah. yeah. Just that. <laughs> but he is no longer like, officially, he's not part right. of the family. Legally, he is. Legally. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Jesus, man. Anyway. Spill the tea, dude. Dude, yeah. for real. No, so like, but like, that was like right there. Like my exposure like starting in 2008 was kind of like ramping up and then around my mom wasn't like super well, she was religious um, because um, she was Catholic in Mexico then coming here it was that um, because your mother-in-law my aunt she started going to church and when my mom got here they didn't give her a choice they said you're coming to church with us so we started going to the Seventh Day Adventist Church that's and the Seventh Day Adventist way honestly. yeah it's like, you're coming with us and honestly like no choice nothing, well, that's a cult dude I, I've got my gripes with Seventh Day uh, with being a Seventh Day Adventist oh, but we all do I live by the stuff that I grew up that I was taught like mm-hmm. I, be- I still believe a lot of a lot of things uh, others like I've grown to like you know um, I used to never eat pepperoni pizza First, I still don't. I ate pepperoni pizza. It's not good with for you. Hot, yeah, it's but not, it's delicious. But it's so good. <laughs> but and stuff like that. And as time went on, my mom started being a bit more lax on stuff. Obviously, after the porn stuff, I couldn't have. A, I didn't get a phone. <laughs> he, he couldn't stop. <laughs> I dude, didn't, same. I didn't we all a, been down that road. Dude. I didn't get a phone until I was like. Actually, good. You don't need one, man. I got, I've seen what you do with phones. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, wait well, what do you mean? <laughs> the porn, man. <laughs> porn. No, but uh, what's it called? After all that stuff, like I like having my own phone, um, and uh, the just that boom continued. What was the first website you visited? I'm not going to tell you that. Phone? Okay, we all know what. X Hamster. No, exactly not that one. <laughs> It's a much more obscure one. Oh my! Oh, gross, dude. Dark, uh, this guy uh, went uh, to four chan, right? He went to four chan. <laughs> Funny he enough, got, I've got never, those links on four chan. I've never, I've never been on four chan. I don't know what that is actually. Sure. No, I, really don't, I honestly don't know. What oh, that, yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Okay. Now nah, he goes to Truth Social. Yeah, <laughs> truth Social. <laughs> I am a Democrat posing. No, I'm a Republican posing as a Democrat. So. Oh Lord. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, By the way, we're in tr- MRP is in Truth Social. If you guys want to follow us, <laughs> are we really? No, we're not. We're gonna get, a- we're gonna get in trouble. Oh my god. Well, I mean, if we are on there, we could actually request funds from people that want to donate to our campaign. No, that's. Uh, I don't want you gotta, to do that. You gotta go to Lucy for that. Oh, okay. Because no. she knows how to get sponsors. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. For seven, they have into schools. Oh, oh only, yeah. only, only. Specific. Okay, yeah. never mind. Specifically MRP show is tax deductible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but um, and then um, as a kid, like I was telling, I was telling Kevin, Kevin earlier, like Hello. I was never like big into video games because we could not afford them. I could, I, I was never bought a PlayStation. I. Um, the only thing I got close to that was my cousin having one from his because his dad bought it for him, and that was my first exposure to that. And then finally, at 2011, I got my first Nintendo DS, and it was 
my life enjoy and then someone broke it when i went to mexico damn i know it those crushed immigrants me. i know <laughs> bad, bad hombres bad hombres well yeah I, mean, I guess I, I guess because i couldn't i couldn't assimilate to the culture there. right because like yeah. what, was, what kevin was saying look at this american <laughs> I'm, I, I'm i i'm mexican um on behalf of my my mother and an absent father um but what do i know much about our culture like i right now i have actually an atlanta united that? shirt for Day of the Dead. This came mm-hmm. out during Hispanic Heritage Month last year. But I don't know anything about the Day of the Dead aside from people put candles up to their, you know. And I was never exposed to that stuff because as Seventh-day Adventists, we're taught that... There mm, are no dead. There are no dead people. <laughs> they're gone once they're gone. There no there's dead. no one, you know, there's no one else you can uh, to worship but God, no Virgin Mary, nothing like that. So I did not know enough about Catholicism to really, you know, embrace that culture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i would love to learn more about it not become catholic but learn about it and be more you know knowledgeable more culture more culture <laughs> yeah because like for me like my mexicanness mexicanity is, mexicanity <laughs> is me speaking spanish knowing the national anthem uh and watching mexico and supporting play. national team national team and that's it <laughs> We took over. Yeah. Literally. Dude, when I first got here, when that lady didn't only knew like one. Hey, yeah, word, yeah. I was literally the yeah, I was literally the probably the only like Hispanic here. That's crazy. In, in school, which is crazy. Dude. Yeah. My Tell me your story about the, the, the knife fight you had. Oh my god. Where you had not, to... This is not even for the okay. Maybe I'll put this, maybe I won't put it in the podcast. <laughs> because Juan also had to assimilate the fight the the the, the violent culture. The violent America. culture. The fighting styles the here. Fighting styles. Styles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm always like a pacifist, right? I don't really like to fight unless I, mean, I have he won't, to. he won't even argue with you, but even his arguing. Yeah, I won't even argue so with calm. you like my wife gets mad because I don't get mad type of deal. Because I don't argue with her. Anyway, I went to the playground at my neighborhood. I was probably in fourth, fifth grade. Um, so this guy came up to me randomly, older kid, and he kind of pinches my uh, my neck. Your carotid like this, yeah, <laughs> like really hard. I'm just like, and so like, what the heck is that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You probably thought it was his American way of saying right, hello, hello. hello <laughs> and so you know, I'm just like, what the heck is this guy doing? And he like pinched it, and so like, kind of gave me like a little sore throat. And I was just like, you know, whatever. I left. I left home. I was like, I'm going to come back. Prepare. <laughs> so I go Jesus. home. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I was like, maybe like a year into being America. Here. America. It's yeah. a crime. <laughs> <laughs> and so I go home. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to be cut off guard anymore. Um, I, 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 I'm not going to be the victim. I'm not going to be the victim anymore. So I put like a belt, a belt on, just like a regular belt. And so I go to the kitchen and I go to you know dishwasher or whatever. So I start grabbing knives. So I put them around like, like Batman, right? Like around my my waist. And I also, I also include a forks as backup. Just in case. Just sharp, in dude. case. Just in case. They'll get the job done. <laughs> I don't know. Just I don't in case know. the knives weren't deadly. I don't know what I thought I was going to do. I think I'm just... I, I probably would have stabbed somebody. <laughs> you were going to stab him. I was ready to defend dude. myself, right? And um, so as I am walking out the door, my older brother stops me. Thank goodness. Guido. <laughs> I think it was yeah. him. I don't yeah. remember, but I'm pretty sure it was him. And so he he tells me, what are you doing with all that or whatever? Well, your knife felt, dude. <laughs> and so obviously he didn't let me go out. I had to take him out in there. That was the kind of like the only time. He didn't bother me anymore. I don't know what happened that day. That kid, He got stabbed, dude. So, yeah. I think your, your first mistake there is that people here fight with guns. Right. Not, yeah. not with knives. Yeah. 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 You brought a knife to a pinching fight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to a pinching fight. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I yeah. think I would have stabbed somebody, to be honest. I'm not, I'm not violent, to. but like. I think I that think, was the defining factor. Had yeah. you have done that, yes, you would be a completely different but person. Look, yeah. I think so. You wouldn't be a podcast uh, producer. I or probably would have been. You'd be a murder. Yeah, yeah. I'd be a murder. <laughs> but Quar- these are the situations that we, we're in yeah. when we're young. Like, that's so crazy that you were ready to go stab somebody, <laughs> yeah. right? But, like, that's. Because I get culture. it. You don't know how to. Because of my culture. To yeah. Yeah. Culture. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I, I feel like we have some extreme moments where 
we're so lost and we react and then it's just you like, result you go back to your like i i feel like you don't know how to react so you go back on your baser instincts mm-hmm. so you know he he was confronted with violence and he chose violence and then was <laughs> magneto and then and then became a lifelong pacifist who not even fights who doesn't even fight with his wife i'm not saying i wouldn't fight if i had to right but uh, that's not my first option yeah yeah no yeah. i get you but i wouldn't do it just because i'm a pacifist i'll do it because i'm embarrassment yeah <laughs> i don't want to get my ass kicked you know? no yeah like the only time that's i fought was because someone like for me like being laughed at like i'll laugh like if you're laughing with me that's cool but when like you're laughing at me malicious which happens every time no, 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 but maliciously <laughs> oh, okay. not, not like well that's me internally yeah <laughs> well now we're like i'm with family and they're like oh they're making fun of like because his his wife and his sisters will like make fun of my dumbness mm-hmm. because i've done Damn. curious things because of it so like if you were to talk to me right now without these headphones on i'd have to turn to make mm-hmm. sure i can hear you okay so you know they make fun of that yeah that, but that's pretty much it but rude <laughs> but then when there's people that like have laughed at me maliciously i've learned to now just let it roll off but when i was like 13 someone legit just like would not stop and like i lost it and that was my first fight i we got pulled apart in two seconds in so we don't know who fought who, who won but man i let myself I think everyone lost there. Yeah. Everyone loses. Yeah. yeah. Including us just listening to that story. <laughs> I know. It's funny. Uh, yeah, but um but yeah, I feel uh, like I never even knew you've gotten in a fight before. Right. This is the first time because, I've it. Yeah, because it wasn't it wasn't like the biggest it wasn't the fight of the year. Like I didn't <laughs> It wasn't I, a pay-per-view. It wasn't a pay-per-view. I didn't knock some kids tooth out. It was the main event. It was literally dude, you know what my fighting experience was? Wrestling. Wrestling in my in my in my bedroom with my friend. Um, practicing moves on each other. That's what I went in with. That wouldn't I, have gotten I, that, anywhere. Like, I, I ran in with like a clothesline. And we started watching those videos. Yeah. <laughs> the porn. <laughs> the porn. He's gonna go to that moves. method. <laughs> wrestling moves. Yeah. Quote unquote wrestling moves. Yeah, but, like, I, I That's the in. website he was on. Dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, like my first fight. Like I went in with a clothesline, knocked this kid down, and was gonna like start. But then they, because parents were at the, it was at the bus stop. How stupid I am to not have the intelligence to fight him in some secluded spot where I could leave him for dead. Like in the Jesus bushes Christ. where you hit. <laughs> like what? In the bushes, like where you hit that yeah. one time. What? What bush? Man, you guys are violent, dude. Dude, I am not violent. This is a friendly show. <laughs> this is not not me. This is a family show. Which, by the in parentheses, I remember that one time we had a, a fight in the trampoline, me and you. <laughs> oh man! So we were we were on the trampoline during this is right at the peak of the pandemic where we had nothing to do but be with reluctantly oh this was okay. recently yeah okay. no okay. so it's so, like um, yesterday before yeah. be, before Juan got right before uh, we hit record yeah oh before be, you died no, before, before I died yeah before basically. Juan had COVID like we all hung out at his mother-in-law's house for like what was it I think three weeks straight we all no went idea. out there but they they have a trampoline there and we first started with like the kids like play fighting whatever but we started to get so hyped that like the older one started going I wrestled his his sister-in-law my cousin and then they were like he he wrestled who was it Carlos I think so then finally they were like okay Roberto and Juan and I'm like okay like I think I can take him man this dude made me tap out in two minutes <laughs> he I don't know what he did to me I was trying to arm bar. No, these are the bad hombres coming in to fight the Americans. Yeah, so yeah, no, because honestly, like I I went in underestimating Juan. Your your hatred is misdirected. And he took it all on me because man, he cinched in the choke real bad. Nice. Yeah, classic. Classic. Yeah, and then classic pacifist. Choking someone out. Exactly. That's gonna be my knives. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's but so funny. What, what I love about Juan is that man, he won't fight you. He he will rarely argue with you, not at all, if anything. But sometimes, like his quips will just—he's direct with, with like stuff, the comment, little comments he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's got—he's got a dry sense of humor, but it'll make you laugh because yeah. what he'll say is like so just so basic, but the way he delivers it is like a pun. He delivers it very well. Oh Lord! Someone's at my door. That's why he never wants to talk on the show. But yeah. I always try to get him to talk on the show. Yeah, I'm, I don't. You guys are the host. Nah, yeah. you guys know. 
Man, but we have strayed far from the topic. Very far. <laughs> no, but I, I think I think that we we, we were talking about Magneto. Like yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. All, Stabbing people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bending metal into their faces. No. Bending but, the knives. And, you know. This is yeah. I was just going by what I've seen on TV. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think being able to question things and being able to explore and sort of come to your own understanding about things is more important to being who you are and to being a fully formed person than it is just, you know, getting spouted at all these things. And I think that's one thing that I am so grateful that, you know, that there are things like movies that exist, you know, because mm-hmm. being in, in what is what is considered an educational setting, you may not question things, you know, you may not. Yeah, you may not be able to explore things. You may not be able to uh, to to live, you know, your life or to make your own decisions or to be who you want to be. Um, because I think the way that it's taught, it's this is how it is exactly not there's no room for investigation no room for interpretation yeah is a better way to say and it. then i think also something that i i feel like happens a lot especially with the seventh day adventist church is when you do question it and it's not what everybody is thinking that means that like the devil is possessing right. you yeah, to dude. think that yeah. yeah so you can't even question it because that means that you you're gone into like this like evil yeah side and then it stops you from not only like exploring things that you would like or that you would enjoy, but it, it forces everyone to this weird level of conformity. That's just, right. it's so uncomfortable and it, right. it kills individuality and it kills, you know, any sort of expression or things like that. And you know, that, that sort of brings me to another movie that I had thought of for, for this and uh it's one that i just saw like within the past three years or so um but it's one that has probably impacted me a lot more than i can really explain and it's dead poet society um i don't know if you guys have seen it i have not had the privilege oh my lord (laughs) this movie is it's everything that and I guess I, I connect with it more because it's so the movie is basically, you know, these kids who go to this like prep school, right? And they're you know it's a bit, it's a very like um, academic school, and they're very you know hard on education because they go on to be successful people and people with money and stuff right. like that. And so there's this group of kids who you know they get this English professor who sort of teaches them this new way of thinking of like carpe diem seizing the day of you know finding your own truth and living your own truth and shows them that there's beauty in the world and beauty in people that's not just you know holding on to this like strict way of doing things at this school you know like they um he teaches them through poetry and through all this all this stuff really how to be free and how to be true to themselves and i think that that spoke that resonated so much with me because it's it's so true like people people don't realize how important artistic expression is and how important that is to understanding the human experience and how how powerful that can be and you don't know it until you experience it you don't know it until and ethan hawk said this in an interview once like you don't know it until you hear a song that you think is speaking directly to you you don't know it until you see a movie that speaks to you you don't know it until you read something that is so true to you to who you are you think that the person who wrote it was speaking to you directly you know just that sort of power that the things that we create have it's incredible and that's what i love so much about dead poets is that it it really like using this medium of poetry and using these words that other people have written about things that are beautiful about love about you know romance or about like enjoying you know a beautiful sunrise or a beautiful sunset or like taking a second to breathe it shows you that there's more to the world than following the rules it shows you that there's more to life than living the way people are telling you to live 
you know and in the movie uh the kids they all take that expression of carpe diem and they sort of they make it their own and they go about living their lives and living their truths even though like the people at the school are trying to hunt them down and be like yo who are these dead poets like who what are they they're they're causing you know these kids to you know cause riots in their classrooms or like parents are getting angry call or like schools are getting angry calls from parents and stuff and it's like like all these kids are just sort of it's 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 not even about rebellion it's just about expressing themselves and finding who they are through these words and through this medium and i think that that is sort of the perfect way to sort of view this episode is us finding our own truths and finding who we are using things like movies like comics like books tv shows all this stuff like we're really connecting who we are to these pieces and they're helping us become more who we are and that's that's mainly the whole idea that i had behind this episode was really finding these movies that have not only influenced you know specific decisions or influence the way that we do things but have really been interwoven into who we are as people and who who we will become you know mm-hmm. and it's 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 because it's more than just influence it's it's it really is based in 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 pure and raw heart you know like it's it's more than just watching something for entertainment it's watching something and being moved to the point of feeling the impact of changing your life yeah. because of something and i mean i think that that holds so much power and i really do think that it should be a way of like teaching people how to how to be you know i've learned so much more about being a good person through movies through television shows than i ever have at church or than i ever have at school you know like i don't they don't teach you you know they teach you what they say is right from wrong but they don't teach you why they don't teach you to make these mistakes or anything like that Mm -hmm. you know everything is so preventative but we need to be able to experience things in order to feel true to them you know and and i feel that with movies and with all these things like they're teaching us to be better people than the people who are teaching us mm-hmm. you know are doing in my personal opinion that was beautiful kevin thank you thanks man that's amazing thanks so, appreciate it i think about this shit a lot man <laughs> <laughs> and i'm telling you dead poet society is such a great movie dude yeah it really so is you heard that you guys let your kids watch whatever they want except porn <laughs> He's pointing at Kevin, by the way. Nah, nah, I'm pointing at you. False allegations. No solid facts. No solid facts. Oh, you got a real solid fact. (laughs) Super solid. Gross, man. I didn't bring it up. One did. I wonder why. No, but uh, yeah, I mean, everything around us just influences us. Yeah. And actually like part of what we've said today uh we've covered it when we did an episode about um with the uh, pastor daniel uh what was that episode called uh organized, organized belief. belief jinx um <laughs> you're Minnesota. so we talked about that specifically him on the church side if anybody has you know goes to church or used to when they were younger he talks about how we can learn things you know, he, he's a pastor and he agrees that we can learn things from watching movies we can take messages from that and apply it to our lives in, in a good way mm-hmm. and so if you guys want to check it out i think it's um season two episode i don't know it's you a good just, one yeah it's it's pretty good yeah, but like yeah, they're all we good. talk similar to awesome. we talk about what like similar things of what we're talking about right now but yeah man do you want to call it? Actually, you know what? Plug your... Uh, yeah, Lucille, I know. We want to yeah. thank oh. our couch potato of this evening. <laughs> thank, thank you so much for... Yeah. I mean, we, we, you've been here, I don't know how long, what? It's been like three hours, maybe? <laughs> no, <laughs> more, man. More? Because I think they, you guys got here around like right before... It was like eight around eight. there. Yeah, so we've been here for What time hours. is it? 12, oh. So thank you for sticking with us. <laughs> no, yeah, this was super fun. Yeah. 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 Um, for my only plug is just my films Instagram account. Um, how many F's? How many? How many I's? I's how many, how many L's, L's, L's does it have? Three F's, three I's, three L's, three M's, 
three S's. Illuminati nice. confirmed, guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put it on, Is there on, an underscore? on the link. No underscore. So it's not. Why do I always think there's an underscore? That's, that's, that's my. Just, that's your personal. Yeah. You want to throw that one out there too? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. But yes, follow her. Um, she. I love the pictures that you post when it's like because you post the tickets mm-hmm. and that's really cool because I always want to save tickets, but I don't because. Because like, what are you gonna do garbage. with them? Yeah, like, right? what are you gonna do with them? This is you like know? my only solution to that because I was I had been saving them since I, I think my oldest ones what like maybe 2006 eight or it was like oh, a wow. Harry Potter movie or something <laughs> um, nice. and I had kept it and then I started keeping them more mm-hmm. I'm like what am I doing with these? <laughs> but I had so many that I just felt silly to throw them out. Yeah, and it's also nice to just kind of go back and see like all the movies you've seen. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, that's why I like, like, I still buy, you know, Blu-rays because I like holding them. Even if you can like stream everything, I just, there's something, there's something about tangible, yeah. you know? And I love just opening that wrap too. And the first time you open the wrapper. God, yeah. Your, awesome. your apartment's like the criterion closet, except it's like your whole apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I have so many movies that I haven't even opened. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, I, I'm so glad that you did this because... You know, I love talking about movies with you, man. It's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This is really fun. Yeah, dude. So remember, follow that page. Three F's, three I's, three L's, three M's, three S's. <laughs> so films. <laughs> no underscore, by the way. No, no underscore, underscore. Just films. Three times. And we'll basically. put the link on our uh, show notes. Absolutely. Whatever you call it. Yeah, man. So <laughs> give her a follow. It's great. And you know what? While you're at it, follow us. You know? For real. If you're not following us... Please do, because, you know... We got knives. We got we knives. Got knives. <laughs> we're, we're, we got knives in our belts, and we're tax deductible. <laughs> so make donations, please, at mrpshow.com. I don't know if there's an at before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, website. You know, no, we're at MRP show, yeah. Or you can yeah. just literally type mrp.show, and our website will come up. There you go. Or, you know, on the social medias, at show. Right. Yeah. You'll be it. able to find my social media on their stories. Right on. If you guys want to. Yeah. Find me. his social. Find my social. It's at K Campos fifteen. You got to change. I that, post bro. cool stuff sometimes. That. I know, but I can't think of anything clever, man. <laughs> K Campos sixty. You, you got to help me work K on my Campos brand. Sixty. Like, what <laughs> is that? I need a brand. That's how I change. That's, that's I how I change my password to work. I add one number. <laughs> right. That's weird. So thank you for um, having us. Thank you, uh, Robert. Of course. Roberto. Oh, Ple- Roberto. <laughs> Pleasure Sorry, to I be here. Know, I don't know why I call him Robert. Too it's bad. fine. He can be Robert for yeah. one. But I'm yeah, man. Only Pleasure. This was fun. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed this. Let's Wasn't as nerve wracking as the first time I was here. And I want to give a shout out to whoever bought the merch. Oh yeah. yeah! Thank you guys for buying yeah, you're merch. Send Juan, send send uh, your names to the MRP Instagram. So yeah, yeah, we'll, send it, yeah, give us so a they shout can out, give right? you yeah. uh, a special gift. We'll send you a gift back yes. full of locks of our hair. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler: It's also love and gratitude. Thank you, and um, you know, if you guys want to support us with merch, we just go on our website. We'll have it on the uh, on the show links as well. Or show notes. So yeah, man, we'll we got merch. Just, we, got we got hats. Merch. No, we don't have hats. We don't have hats. Damn, I always just want hats. Yeah. But we got and shirts. We got sweaters, stickers, hoodies, car magnets. You know, all the goodies. I don't know what website he goes to. We, have, we, we definitely have, don't have we, car we, magnets. We, we have, have stickers, game for cars. systems, dude. We have upholstery, <laughs> <got> playstations. Yeah. <laughs> Something rubber than I have. Growing we got up. tile. We got everything. We got everything, dude. But yeah, man, thanks for joining us. Thank thanks for, for listening, by, listeners. And keep listening. Because, you know, do. it's nice to know it's all yes. it's not all for nothing. You're right. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not making any money. Yeah, we're, we're not. So uh, shall we cue, cue your girl? Yeah, cue the girl. What's right. her name? So three, two, one. Thank you for listening. And please support us by rating us five stars. It really helps. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all the other socials by searching for MRP Show or visit us at mrpshow.com to stay updated. Until next time, I forgot to hit record. <laughs> <laughs>